Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Tonight I want to speak to you. Don't you listen to your radio? No, I'd like to talk to you tonight. I could listen to you talk all night. Welcome to the night. Mr. Bradley. Bradley Jason Next caller, you're on the air. While the others sleep, a little conversation. We will find you searching for communication. Find it on this radio station. Everybody's tuned to Jay Talking, WBZ. WBZ, you're Jay Talking. Lyme disease affects my life, and I don't even have it. It prevents me from doing a lot of things that I would want to do, even though I don't have it. I don't go golfing. Maybe you say I'm paranoid, but I don't. I don't hike in the summer. A lot of stuff I don't do because of the specter, the fear of Lyme disease. Well, hopefully, we will have something we can do about that. Thomas Lingelbach, president and CEO of Valneva, is a producer of the new Lyme disease vaccine. Did you know there's a new Lyme disease vaccine? Thanks for being on with us, sir. Hi, how are you doing? Doing Pleasure. great. What can you tell me about, well, give me an overview of the, of the vaccine, and then we'll go back and get some history of the attempts to have a Lyme disease vaccine. Of course. Yeah, so as you rightly mentioned, Valneva is the only company in the world that has currently um, a Lyme vaccine in development, in clinical development. Um, the vaccine um, is trying to prevent uh, Lyme disease, so it's a prophylactic vaccination um, for people living in at-risk areas or people at risk in general. Um, and it is a vaccine that is supposed to cover uh, all the relevant um, Lyme strains that are prevalent in the Northern Hemisphere um, across both sides of the Atlantic. And, um, and we would like to protect children uh, from the age of two years uh, and literally no upper uh, limit in terms of uh, age group. And uh, that's our vaccine candidate currently in clinical stage two and a uh, couple of years away from uh, potential licensure. Hopefully. Now, is Lyme disease on the uptick? It seems as though it is becoming more and more uh, frequent. Is there, yeah, is, so, is it, so uh, Lyme disease is, a, as you rightly mentioned, uh, is a vector-borne disease uh, transmitted by ticks. And it is um, the most emerging um, and the most serious vector-transmitted disease in the Northern Hemisphere. And when we look at, uh, for example, the number of confirmed Lyme disease cases uh, confirmed by CDC, and when you look back over the last 10, 20 years, you see that there is a substantial uh, increase of number of Lyme disease cases and, uh, and all the agencies 
equally admit that uh, the number of uh, or the, the the level of underreporting um, is quite significant. So yes, it is at a rise. Um, you know that the tick population is at a rise. Uh, you live in a in a tick uh, endemic area like I do. Uh, so, um, so there is, um, and of course, there are many contributing factors for uh, the, um, the 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 Lyme cases increasing, the tick population increasing, um, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's clearly the case. With Lyme disease being so serious, so debilitating, and with so much of it, why is there only one Lyme vaccine program underway? Well, I mean, it's an excellent question, of course. Um, So first of all, um, uh, vaccine development in general um, is uh, a very long undertaking. We are talking about uh, um, um, a time, let's say, around 12 to 15 years from starting something in research all the way up to having a vaccine uh, on the market. You know that especially for vaccines where we are dealing with healthy individuals and healthy people, There are very, very high uh, requirements for safety, rightly so, by the way, um, before you get uh, something into the the user. So that's point number one. Um, Point number two is, um, and when we started, uh, of course, the number, we started seven years ago. um, And, of course, when we started, uh, the the, the problem wasn't as big as as it is today. Um, and uh, so, secondly, um, it is a it is a complex uh, vaccine development because uh, I mentioned earlier that there are different species of Lyme borreliosis circulating in the northern hemisphere. If you want to cover them all with a vaccine, which of course should be the objective, um, then you need to develop a so-called multivalent vaccine, which is in reality six vaccines in one. And, um, and this, of course, increases the complexity. And then last but not least, um, you want to go through a, um, a very sound proof of efficacy. So this means you've got to do in your last and final phase three um, a so-called placebo-controlled field efficacy trial where you go into an endemic area in a large group of people and you give uh, group A um, placebo, group B the vaccine, and you really compare head-to-head the number of Lyme cases after a season. And, um, and this is a very expensive undertaking. So I would say costs, um, but also development complexities have really contributed to the fact that, uh, that uh, no one has yet gone into it. Plus, of course, it is very, very hard to predict uh, the real commercial potential and value of uh, vaccines because um, uh, it is all depends on recommendations, uh, reimbursement levels, and so on and so forth. However, I do believe that also we are currently the only company in, the, in, in clinical development. I think that we're going to see over the coming years more to follow. What do we see for side effects so far? It's my understanding that they are very mild, if, if there are any. Yeah, so uh, we are currently in clinical stage uh, two. We have tested uh, our vaccine candidate altogether now in more than 700, uh, 800 uh, individuals. Um, So thus far, we have not seen any um, concerning safety signal. Uh, So so, thus far, we have seen uh, uh, that the vaccine is well tolerated. 
uh, and safe. Um, but of course, um, for the development of vaccines, safety is of utmost criticality uh, because, as I mentioned earlier, we are dealing with healthy uh, subjects and, uh, of course, we, no one wants to have a vaccine with side effects. So, basically, this is why in the uh, ongoing development we will focus more and more on safety and we expect that by the time we uh, will apply for licensure, we will have a safety database in more than 10,000 people. How does it work? Is it an injection and is it only one injection or do you get a booster later on? Yeah, so, so we are currently, we are currently um, anticipating um, that it's going to be a three-injection primary immunization. So you need to get uh, a vaccination course of three times um, you know, an injection by syringe uh, and uh, so intramuscular. Um, three times, either on a vaccination schedule, um, zero, one month, two months, or zero, two months, six months. Um, then you have uh, the, then you will be protected uh, for the forthcoming season, which means you either, you know, start ideally vaccination in December to be uh, protected for the forthcoming tick season, or in September, depending on the final schedule. And then we anticipate right now one booster after a year, so a single shot. And thereafter, we expect uh, that uh, the individuals are at least protected for three years before they need another booster. So this is the, the, the current development plan and development hypothesis. Okay. How effective are the tests so far? Well, I mean, the, uh, we are, so first of all, the, uh, we are basing our vaccine on a mode of action that was proven in the past. Uh, you know probably that there was a vaccine against Lyme disease in the United States in the late 90s. It was pulled off the market for a variety of reasons. Um, and there are Lyme vaccines for dogs. And the, the mode of action is basically that, uh, that there you, you vaccinate um, a human being. The, the human um, generates antibodies uh, which are directing, uh, directed against an antigen out of surface protein from Boelia. And then basically when, uh, when your blood with those antibodies is being sucked by the tick during feeding, um, uh, then uh, these antibodies kill the uh, so-called spirocytes, so the, the, the Lyme Borrelia in the midgut of the tick. So when the tick gives its secretes back uh, to you, uh, those are not infected. Because many people don't know that the infection does not occur when they suck blood. The infection occurs when they give afterwards the secretes back. And this is how the vaccine works. So thus far we have, so the mode of action is well understood. Um, thus far we have uh, tested for immunogenicity. So we have looked at um, you know, um, is the vaccine introducing enough titers? Uh, is the vaccine introducing or generating antibodies against the, the serotypes? Um, and everything looks good thus far. Um, but again, as I mentioned earlier, we still have to go through a large-scale feed efficacy trial, uh, which we anticipate to start uh, if everything goes well the year after next, uh, which is uh, during the tick season, with a in a large population, um, we anticipate around 10,000 people, uh, both in the U.S. as well as in Europe, um, where in a season we test head-to-head -head, uh, for final field efficacy. How does someone sign up for the study? 
if they wanted to? Well, I mean, we will, uh, we will on time through our study centers uh, basically um, uh, communicate that the study is ongoing and uh, through um, our contract research organizations and the respective study centers, uh, people will have then the, the possibility to sign up. What is the name of the actual uh, vaccine? Right now we have only a technical name. It's called BLA-15. Um, but uh, we are in the process of giving it a proper trade name. <laughs> and you said it's, would you expect it to be effective for about three years each after the booster? Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, the, your company is interesting, Valneva. It's a biotech company. It develops and commercializes vaccines for uh, diseases with major unmet needs. And you have other vaccinations that you're developing. And you also have a vaccine... Two successful vaccines for travelers. What are those vaccines? Yeah, so you, as you rightly mentioned, we are a, a small um, company, but we are a fully integrated company. We do from research to, uh, to sales uh, the entire portfolio. We have two travelers vaccines. One is called Ixiaro. Uh, it, is a, it is a vaccine against uh, Japanese encephalitis, which is a very severe a viral disease prevalent in Southeast Asia. So, and um, and this vaccine is uh, is well um, adopted by uh, U.S. travelers uh, going to Southeast Asia, as well as uh, the United States uh, military. So, the Department of Defense, uh, who used this vaccine for um, soldiers or uh, or dependents uh, deployed to Southeast Asia. The other vaccine that we are uh, that we're having in our commercial portfolio is called Zucoral. It's a vaccine against uh, against cholera and ETEC. Uh, cholera being the most severe uh, bacteria causing uh, diarrhea, and ETEC the most common. Um, for ETEC, there are depends a little bit on 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 the country where it is uh, where it's registered for ETEC or not. And uh, in terms of development, we have uh, besides our Lyme vaccine. We have, uh, we have another vaccine in development uh, against chikungunya. Chikungunya is a mosquito transmitted disease like uh, Japanese encephalitis. Uh, also mosquitoes like ticks are vectors. Uh, so no human-to-human uh, -human transmission, but, uh, but of course vector transmission. And this, and this chikungunya is, is something that is uh, highly prevalent and, um, in, in, for example, in, in the Americas. We see outbreaks uh, from time to time um, and uh, we are developing a vaccine against chikungunya, uh, which we are currently developing only in the United States uh, and for the United States. And, um, and that's uh, the, our second most advanced vaccine. We have a vaccine against the Zika uh, virus, also in development, um, as well as a vaccine candidate against Clostridium uh, difficile, which is one of the most severe um, hospital-acquired uh, infections, uh, diarrheal infections. So all in all, a very exciting portfolio. I would say common theme around vector transmission. Um, and, uh, and we are um, very glad that we are being given the possibility to, uh, to advance vaccines in areas of very high unmet medical need in order to make a change to people's lives. Okay. This next question is kind of abstract and tough for me to ask. I mean, I understand, of course, when you have something, how you test it, but... How do you, when you start from scratch, when you start from zero, start from nothing, how do you start, how do you find the vaccine? What, what's the very initial steps? Yeah, 
it's a it's a, it's 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 the question that we are getting probably most often. Uh, it is like uh, with all entrepreneurial activities, it starts with an idea, um, and I think the 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 the. I would say the idea of vaccination is more than 100 years old, and uh, vaccination, uh, all by you know all kind of discussions around uh, vaccination, has proven to be the most efficient health economical intervention worldwide globally. So you start, uh, so the idea is is there. Yeah? You know, you you give a you give a vaccine antigen, the human body produces antibodies. Those antibodies direct against the pathogen and protect you. So this is, uh, and then the only question is, you know, how can you find antigens against certain targets? And uh, and there are structured approaches how to do this, uh, uh, the statistical approaches how to do it. Um, but in general, there are also, uh, you know, a lot of scientists globally who work on that. And um, and you know, do you, and and we go by indication, for example. We do not have, we cannot afford a huge in-house research team, so which means we decide on an indication we work on, uh, we would like to work on, and then we screen worldwide for academic groups who are specialized in the sector um, and look uh, on which approaches they are working and whether we have a chance to collaborate. And uh, this is how uh, we entered into the field of Lyme, this is how we entered into the field of chikungunya. And that is typically how we do it. That is very interesting. Well, uh, bef before you go, what was wrong with the, uh, what was it, Limerix, the 1998 vaccine? What were the side effects and what were the, what were the problems? Well, so, so first of all, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to comment on a competitive product, but I would say um, when we still just look at the fact uh, of course, it was a different. We, we were talking different times there, right? I mean, we are talking more than 20 years ago. Right. Um, uh, Lyme, the, the number of confirmed Lyme cases um, was relatively small. Uh, Lyme was not considered uh, a major problem, um, and the vaccine itself was considered a uh, vaccine possibly for UPs whatsoever, uh, only for golfers. Um, you know, there was not a broad I would say acceptance uh, for the need of Lyme vaccination uh -huh. in the broader community, uh, key opinion leaders, uh, and this resulted also in this vaccine not having really uh, had a recommendation for vaccination. Um, you know, when it comes to, um, and, and then, you know, basically they, the vaccine could not be really sold. Um, there was not a real big market. Um, and finally, the, 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 the company took it off the market. I mean, uh, in terms of all these uh, concerns that we had discussed around safety, um, I mean, you know that, um, and everyone can read that, uh, yes, there was a, a postulate raised uh, by an academic group that, uh, that this vaccine would induce some level of side effects, um, but uh, afterwards the same group um, uh, had to pull uh, this, uh, this uh, postulate off again because there was absolutely no evidence really? uh, that there was any association wow. between um, the vaccination and any side effects. And there were so-called VAERS studies done by the FDA and, and reviewed and so on and so forth. But it was too late because um, at the time it had already resulted in a, I would say, 
commercial fiasco. Oh. And, uh, and this is why it wasn't brought back again. Thomas, thank you so very much. Thomas Lengelbach, CEO of Valneva, a really interesting company. Are, you, are we talking to Aust- Austria? Are you in Austria now? I'm today. I'm today uh, in Austria, and I'm, uh, I'm. I live in Austria. Also, we are a very international company, as you know, with a, oh. um, with a significant footprint uh, in North America, so U.S. and Canada. But I am uh, called at home base in Austria. Thank you so, uh, so very much for talking Austria. about the the vaccine. Thank you very much, Thomas. It's WBZ. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.